Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. Man, we surrender all to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want to say good morning, first of all, to our Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for this is the day that you have made, and in it we shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you, Father, that you have delivered us from the powers of darkness, and you've translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son, whereby you have given us a legal right through the power of adoption to call you Abba, Father. For it is written in your word, you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace. We thank you for your loving kindness and also for your tender mercy. I thank you, Father God, that this is the day that you have made. In it we shall rejoice and we shall be glad. I want to say good morning to our intercessory team, we thank God for you. We thank God for your gift. We thank God for the calling that's on your life. And, you know, it's powerful. I was talking to someone last week talking about what Jesus is doing right now. And we know he's seated at the right hand of the Father, but he is making intercession for the saints. And that is powerful. That is Jesus' um, position. That is what Jesus is doing. And if you're called to intercession, don't take it light. You're partnering with Jesus, making intercession for the saints. And so we thank God for you. I want to say good morning to our church family, New Destiny. Good morning to the universal body that's on the line. This morning, no matter where you're calling in from, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in and being on the line with us this morning and also praying and interceding with us this morning. I want to uh, say good morning to every pastor, every pastor that is on the line this morning also. So this morning we have with us uh, Victoria Wimbley. She will be doing our prayer requests and any um, praise reports. Sister Victoria, how are you this morning? Good morning, Bishop. Praise God. We were rose this morning and God showed us grace. Yes, he did. We are up early in the morning, and the Lord has definitely graced us. Praise God. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the line with us this morning. And this morning, we have with us my guy all the way from... Atlanta, by the way, of Charlotte, because he's in Charlotte this morning, and that is the double H. He hasn't been on with us for a moment. So, Pastor Horatius Harris, how are you this morning? Good morning, Bishop. I am doing well. Good morning to Lady A. Good morning to the New Destiny family and all of those who are on the line. And good morning, Victoria. It's a great and awesome day. 
Yes, it is a great awesome day. And I want to say good morning to First Lady uh, Keisha and um, your family. And we thank God for you. And we thank God that you all are doing well this morning. So, hey, I've already prayed this morning. We're just going to turn it over to you. And we're just excited about what God is going to minister through you this morning. So, Pastor Harris, it's on you. Amen. Well, let's get right into it. We don't have that much time. So I, I understand, you know, that Bishop has been ministering on a better you, and part of that message uh, is proclaiming over our lives that we need to understand that there's some things that we need to let go of and there's some things that we need to grab hold of. And so in that, we're going to go to uh, Romans, Romans chapter 6 and read a few verses and then we'll jump right into this devotion. It says, verse 11, it says, Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it, in its lust, and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. I want to minister this morning because I believe that this is something that God wants us to do. In order to have a better you, there has to be some things that you put to death, and there has to be some things that come alive. So I'm declaring this morning that we will grab hold of this to make us a better you. And in doing so, sin has to be put to death in our members. Let me share something with you. Now, it says this in verse 13, and do not present your members. Now, let me tell you, every one of you that's on the line this morning, you are pastors of your own body. <laughs> Let me say it again. You are pastors and shepherds of your own body because you're, you have members. Your members are your beings. Are, it is really the central understanding that the mind controls the body. The spirit controls the mind, and the mind controls the body. Let me say that again. The spirit controls the mind and the mind controls the body. We understand sometimes that the mind can have its own way. It can do its own thing because of the will of man. The will of man, when it's not submitted unto God, then it will cause the mind to shift away from the things of God and then cause the body to do whatever the mind wills. So, therefore, we need to have an understanding in order to be Reckon ourselves unto God, we have to put to death sin. Put to death sin. Now let me, let's let's be clear. Now we often think of sin as something that's bad, and it is bad. But sin can simply be what it means to miss the mark, which means you can shoot for something, but if you miss it, then you have sin. You can try to do something, and you don't quite make it. That is considered sin. 
So it's not necessarily that you're doing evil things. It can simply mean that you're trying to do something good and you don't and you fall short of what you're supposed to do. So sin has to be put to death, which means God wants us to hit the mark every time that we strive to do something for his will. And we can't do it in our own members. We have to do it by his spirit. I'm saying this right now because you've got to get this. You have to do it by his spirit. And I'm declaring that the word death, see, most of us think death is meaning to end, but death actually means the word in its root understanding means separation. It means that there's a separation between what you know to do and what the enemy wants you to do. There's a separation. When we die, it doesn't mean that that's the end of our life. That means that there's a separation, and that separation has happened. What the, 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 the writer in Romans is trying to get us to understand this morning is that we need to separate ourselves from sin. That's how you are going to have a better you or a better us. And we have to understand that we are all striving to have a life that's free from sin, iniquity, and trespassing. Let me say that again. We are all striving to have a life free from sin, iniquity, and trespasses. Now, we're going to forever be trying. We might not ever get to a place where we fully do that in this, in this earth realm, but that doesn't mean that you don't continuously try to shoot for that each and every moment of our lives. So we are looking for God to shift our minds and to get us into a place where we can actually be alive to God. Because when you are alive to God, that means you're dead to sin. And there's a quickening that needs to happen. There's something that needs to, to take place. There's, there, there's, there's something that needs to be shifted in our mindset. I'm speaking to that person or these, those that are on the line this morning who you think that God can't bring reconciliation in your life and in your relationships. I'm speaking to that person who think that God can't heal you. I'm speaking to that person who you think that God can't bring you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I'm talking to you who you think that God can't bring you into a place of overflow and abundance because there is a time where God wants to bring you into these things, but he wants you to come Empty-handed. Let me let me help you right here. Sometimes we come dragging our baggage, and we got our hands full of stuff that is from the past, and is typically attached to us by way of sin. Let me help you. Sin is a way for the enemy to get access to our life, and the reason why we have to live a repentant life is so that we can release the enemy from his assignment on our life. Repentance releases the enemy so that you can now rebuke him and you can send them back to the pit of hell from which he came. Oh, my God. I'm telling you that this morning God wants to walk you into a process of a better you. Some of you need to lose some weight. 
Oh, I just hit you right there because you thought I was talking about your physical body, but I'm talking about your spiritual self, your spirit. Some of you have stuff weighing down your spirit, and, and it's causing you to move a little slower than you would normally move or move slower than you should be moving, and God wants to give you a, 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 a weight loss program, and he said that's why he tells us lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets us. Watch this. It besets. You know what the word beset means? It throws you off course. It puts you on a different path. It sends you in a different direction. It, it causes you to slow down and to not be on pace with God. God is calling us to be in line with him and to move with such a, a speed and a velocity and cause us to move in, with such ease and not struggle. God wants to allow us to do this because he wants a better us. He wants a better you. And only way you can do that is you submit yourselves, your members, present your members unto God. Somebody said, bring your members. <laughs> bring your members. It goes on in verse 13. It says, and your members shall be presented as instruments of righteousness. That's what we need to do. We need to have our members, pastors, have your members to present and come before God as instrument of righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is right living or right standing. See, when we live, see, we can we 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 use grace in 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 the wrong way. See, we think grace is a means for God covering some stuff up, and He can look another way and let us proceed with our with our sin and with stuff in our life. That is not grace. Grace is a supernatural empowerment to enable you to do right. Let me say that again. Grace is a supernatural empowerment to enable you to do what's right and to not do what's wrong. So if God graces us, that means he's given us the ability to present our members as instruments of righteousness so that we can be pleasing unto him. Watch this now. And that opens up doors that you know not of that God will cause things to overtake you, blessings to overtake you, doors to be opened that were previously shut. He will cause things to happen in our life that we've been praying for all of this time. And I want to sum it up by saying this, that you have the ability to reckon yourselves unto God woo, and to reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin. Ah, by simply, what's it? somebody say wreck yourself. <laughs> you reckon yourself unto God and to reckon yourselves dead unto sin. And God wants us to become alive. There's life. There's more life in you. There's more ability in you. There's more things to do in you. You have more land to conquer. You have more things to accomplish. You 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 got more more businesses to start. Watch this. You got another branch and another another things that you can do. Watch this. There's so much greater and so many realms for you to go to that you have not yet to even fathom in your mind. Because God wants to do it, He will do it when you present yourselves as a living sacrifice, 
holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service that we all have. And I want to declare this over your life, that God will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask and or think according to the power that is already at work on the inside of you. I want you to touch yourself, say, God, awaken in me. <laughs> say, God, awaken in me. Awaken in me those dead things. That means the things that you wanted from me, that I was separated from, bring us back together, that life may come alive in my members. Hallelujah. I declare over your life that when you plant a seed in the ground, God will bless that seed and cause it to multiply and prosper, that God will open up a good treasure unto you and give rain to your land and prosper the work of your hands. I declare that God will make you a, a lender to many nations and not you shall borrow. I declare that God will open up new markets that were previously devastated. I declare that God will create wealth to you and that you are able to fulfill God's covenant and promise to your life. I declare that God will prosper you in all things and that you be in good health. I declare over your life that God will cause you to be generous because those who, are, those who water others shall be watered. I declare that you shall continue to sow good seed and that the harvest shall be yours. I declare that God will cause you to multiply what is already in your hands. It's already there, and God will multiply. I declare that you will receive downloads of witty inventions that will solve world problems. I declare that God will cause you to achieve through God's power above and beyond what you can imagine and you think. Father, in the name of Jesus, those declarations, those decrees, I declare that it shall be established to everyone on the line this morning. I thank you, Lord God. You have called us to be a better you. You've called us to be a better person. You've called us to be a better being in the earth that we can bring heaven right down here on earth. Cleanse us as vessels of honor that we are able to carry your glory, that we're worthy to be able to bring into existence your presence in the earth. Father, bless everyone that is on this prayer call this morning and everyone who's listened to the replay that they are able to take the things that are heard and they shall manifest them into the earth. Father, I declare that there's no hesitation. I declare that there's no restrictions. I declare, Lord God, that there is nothing that shall hinder them from doing exactly what you said about them. And I declare, Lord God, that it shall be established unto us because we are decreeing it right now. We know that a decree is a lawful spoken word that has to be, that has to come to pass, and we speak it right now, and we declare it right now that everything that you said about us, it shall happen. Father, I thank you for allowing us to be able to spend this time with you, that it shall be a power packed shifting moment, that you shall have shifted us from the earth realm into the heavenly realm, that we are thinking from the heavenly place down and we're not thinking from the earthly place up. Thank you, Lord God, that you caused us to be celestial in our thoughts and not terrestrial in our minds. I thank you, Lord God, that you caused us to be able to walk in good places 
to walk in blessed places and to bring others along with us and that they not be stuck in the places of the past. I thank you, Lord God, that our minds are sharp, that our tongues are, are able to speak, and our tongue shall be that of the tongue of the learner, that we can speak knowledge and wisdom and understanding to those who are lost and that they may be found. I thank you, Father, that you've caused everyone under the sound of my voice to be empowered to do your will. Wake up, oh, you sleep, you sluggard. Wake up to those who are asleep and slumber. Wake up and become all who God has called you to be. I declare over you right now that you arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I declare that you shall come up out of your stupor. You shall come into a place of alignment with God. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that it is so, and I thank you, Father, for allowing it to come to pass now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. So let it be. Amen. Wow. Well, hey, the prayer has already left the station. It's rolling. So, Victoria, you come on. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say nothing else. Victoria, it's on you. Woo! Praise the Lord, Pastor Horatius, Pastor B- Bishop Smith. I'm like, he's prayed. Praise God. He's got me fired up this morning. Oh, our God is good. Praise God. However, on the prayer line, we didn't receive any prayers, but our God is still faithful and he is still good. So this morning we come praising God again, and we're coming behind the veil, and we're going to leave all things with our Lord, and we're going to speak and declare things over our city, our state, our nation, our country, the world, because our God is faithful in any and all things, and he will show up and show out continuously, praise the Lord. So this morning, Father God, we want to come boldly upon the throne as we present ourselves unto you and standing in the gap in others, Father God, we know that there may not have been any prayer submitted, but we do know, oh, Heavenly Father, that there is a need out there. This morning, Father God, we ask you to let your people know that they will continue to stand on Psalms 138 and 7, where their word, oh, Heavenly Father, says that they will walk in the midst of trouble, but they will not be touched. They will not have anything that will attack them, that they will stretch out their hands unto you, and that you will take care of any and all charges, any against the against the enemy that is trying to come up against them, and that you will save them, O Heavenly Father. Father God, this morning, your people that are on the line and those that will be listening to the recording, they will continue to not walk in fear and worry. They will continue to stand on Psalm 37 and 17, because you said, O Heavenly Father, that when your children that are righteous cry out unto you, that you will hear them, O Heavenly Father. So we believe and we receive this morning. Father God, we see what is going on across this nation. We know that your people know that you are their refuge. They continue to stand boldly upon the throne and trusting in your living word upon Proverbs 14 and 11. You said that they could be that come unto you because you are the place of refuge. So no matter what comes up against them that tries to come into their arena, it's already defeated because the blood of the lamb was smeared in order to cover them amongst this land. Father God, no matter what is going on in their mind, their physical beings, their day-to-day, their finances, their children, they're all covered because you told them out of Isaiah 41 and 10, you said, fear not because I will help you. So therefore, we decree this morning 
morning, Father God, because the power of the Lord is flowing this morning, and we believe the words of the living word that you will do the things in which you speak, O Heavenly Father. They know that they can trust you. Let their troubles hit you, O Father God, and not themselves. Let them know that when the enemy comes nigh unto their way, we will st- they will stop him and declare that I am a child of God, and you cannot come nigh my way. Father God, let them know that they have the ability to speak and declare a thing, and that it shall be done, O Heavenly Father, because they trust in your word, they live by your word, they stand by your word, and you are the rock of their salvation. Father God, we know that all things are possible through you. And let it be that, Father God, that with you all things are possible. And they know that. They're not wavering, Father God. They're keeping their eyes steadfast on you and your living word this morning, each and every day. Father God, these are your people that we're standing in the gap for in this land. And so we thank you, Father God, for hearing any and all prayers that have been spoken into the air this morning to dispatch the angels to go forth and to do the works for each and every one of your children. Father God, the earth and everything in it, including your people, belong unto you, O Heavenly Lord. So this morning, Father God, as you sit high and you look low, cover this land, take care of this land, show your people that you're right there with them on the left, the right, the front, and the back. Let your people know that according to Joshua 11 and 20, that no matter what it looks like, O Lord, that they get the victory, O Master God. You said it, that if they believe and trust in you, that all things are possible. So we're declaring this morning that no matter what, no matter what the challenge may be in their day-to-day lives, cover them as they go to and fro. Cover their children as they go to and fro. If their bodies need healing, speak and declare and let them think on you and let the flow of the Lord flow through their bodies right now for healing. Let them call and give us a testimony about what they heard this morning about the powerful prayer and the word that was spoken into the air. And let them know that I trust my Lord. My body is already healed. I'm declaring and speaking because my God said that if he did it once, that he has the power to do it again. Father God, let it be that your people stand on Isaiah 40 and 31 this morning and let them know that as long as they wait on the Lord, that you shall renew their strength and they shall mount up like wings with as eagles. And Father God, they shall run and go through the fight and not become weary. They shall walk and never faint because they're trusting in you, O Heavenly Father. So we give you all the praise and all the glory this morning. Because you showed up and showed out mightily, Father God. And we praise you for all that you're doing continuously in the lives of your people. And let your people remember today, on this day, Father God, in each and every day, that no matter what kind of troubles hit their lives, that you are the God that has an outstretched hand unto them. We give you all the praise and all the mighty glory this morning. In the power of your son's name, Jesus, and we all say amen. 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 Wow. Wow. We've had a morning already. I am telling you, God is so good. And I pray that you are waking up to the reality of what the Father and His Son has made available unto us. Pastor Harris has done a great job in helping us understand that we um, really have to let some things go in order for some things to manifest themselves in our lives. 
So you're going to let some things go, let some things die in order for some things to live. And what Christ has done for us is amazing as he he actually took us over to the book of Romans. And when you look at uh, Romans, I'm, I'm going to read in the ninth verse, and I'll read a couple of verses here for you. It says, we are sure of this because Christ raised from the dead, and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. Death has no power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin, but now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. Mm, that should be a key. So you shall also consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. And so sin no longer reigns over our mortal bodies. And so now that we are alive unto God and there's authority in our mouth, I want you to hear that. We are alive unto God and there's authority in our mouth. We should live to the glory of God. Our life should give God glory. You see, and, and that's how we are better. Because everything we begin to do, that my life is giving glory to God. And you have to ask yourself, does my life give glory to God? Does my life give glory to God? And the only way you can say that is like, 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 what Pastor said, you, you gotta, you gotta lose some weight. You gotta lose some weight, and he said he, he's not talking about physical weight. No, he, he's talking about the spiritual weight. Lay apart, lay aside the weight and the sin that easily besets us, because it's gonna hinder you in your race. So, even in that, it sounded like he was in church with us on Sunday. Even in that. Pastor Harris helped us understand that it is vitally important that you begin to train yourself. You begin to train yourself. You got you got to man. You you got to train yourself on the godliness. You got to train yourself, and that is key. And that's what we're doing this morning. We're up. We're in we we're in that spiritual gym. I'm gonna get in that physical gym today. I was talking to Pastor Harris yesterday. He said, man, I just come out of the gym. And that's, that's important. But, you know, you got to do whatever you have to do to get better. I was talking to I was talking to Dr. Chen yesterday. Dr. Chen told me, he said, he reads three to four hours a day. And I said, my God, that, that's quite a bit of reading. I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to up my reading as well, you know, and so... You, you got to really look at what is going to make you better. I asked him, I said, why do you read three to four hours a day? He said, I read three to four hours a day for people like you because I know you're going to call me and start asking me questions, and I need to be able to answer those questions. And so that's absolutely powerful. Knowledge is key. It is key. So, you know, the Bible says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And so you, you you want to be knowledgeable. Man, our time is gone. It is 531. Let me, let me hush my mouth, and let me go back to Pastor Harris, see if he has any closing remarks. Pastor Harris. 
I, I don't have any closing remarks because I think it's been a good day already. You you just added icing and put the candle on top and then lit it and blew it out. So we're good. All right. Well, as long as you don't have those candles that relight once you blow them out, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, laughter does the heart good like a medicine, especially in this crazy world we're living in. But regardless, as the world turns, y'all remember that, don't y'all? Y'all remember that? As the world turns, the world is going down, but we're continuing to go up. And so we're going up in a going down world. I declare it and I decree it. Today shall be an amazing day for all of us. May God keep you. May God bless you. May God smile upon you. And we declare God's grace and God's peace be multiplied to you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you so much. This is Sister Victoria, Pastor Harris, and Bishop. We are signing off this morning. You all make today great by making today count. And I declare you shall be better because we're seeking first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and I boldly declare all things shall be added unto you. Amen? God bless you all. Be blessed. Open the